Welcome to Six Degrees of Rumination with your hosts, Rena Gorman, Nina Boyd, and their producer, Mike. All right. We're, uh, we're recording two episodes today. No, so give away the secret. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, why are you breaking the fourth wall? Because that's what we live to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this one's uh, focusing mostly on uh, the humanities. Mm. And then yes. we got, and the next one will be more about uh, animals and nature. But we wanted to focus on uh, the awesomeness and the stupidity and the weirdness of uh, humans in our in our crazy society. Yeah. It was not too hard to find articles of evidence for all those things. We yeah, we had to boil it down. Like we probably got rid of like <laughs> half so the stuff many. we wanted to do. And so this is like the creme de la creme. Yeah. So uh, we hope right. we don't disappoint. Well, so we got <laughs> stuff. Right. I will be disappointed. <laughs> we got Every stuff about like time. <laughs> yeah, no, this is this is a quite the lineup of human error. Mm-hmm. Like um, uh, politicians that are uh, appointed for loneliness. Oh, um, yeah. And um, what system? What? America. Great. Okay, don't just relax. Again. First of all, it's not American politicians. Yeah. Uh, we've got That's China's we're news. Great. You know, this isn't a segue I'm doing, so you're not allowed to walk all over it. Trump 2020. Okay. China's new system for measuring, um, I don't know, how socially valuable you are, I guess. Mm -hmm. The dangers of lavender oil. So many dangers. Mm -hmm. Mm. But first, um, we want to start off with our rights, man. Um, (laughs) We we have the right to to remain silent. Anything you say or do can be used against you in the court of law. You have the right to an attorney. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. You have the right to flip off a police officer, and they can't do anything about it. They can't arrest you for it. They can't <laughs> ticket you for it. No, but they can definitely start <laughs> fucking with you. Yeah. They can find yeah. other <laughs> reason to pull yeah. you over. Yeah. You're, you're, drawing attention, reason, yeah, you're drawing attention to yourself to find other things that you're mm-hmm. doing wrong. Yeah. Um, but the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Sixth Circuit um, made a decision that... Uh, you can it is within your legal right to uh give uh police officers the bird it started in michigan when um our um social rights hero of the day deborah cruz gulias mm. um was pulled over for speeding this was in 2017 and uh the officer was kind of lenient and gave her like a smaller ticket just like a moving violation so he did her a solid did her a solid and and as <laughs> as they're driving away, she gives him the bird. And so he, he's rad as fuck. No, she breaks well, the law. Rad as right. fuck would be not writing her for anything. She breaks the all. law. He's chill about it. Yeah. And she flips him off. Right, exactly. So he pulls her over again, right, for the second time, and then gives her a ticket for speeding. And she's like, fuck that. Like, that's that's not right. And uh, so she went to court and went all up to the U.S. Court of Appeals, and they decided that, Dang. Uh, yeah, you can flip off an officer, and it was not uh, okay for the officer to pull her over for the second time. Like, you can't pull over someone for... For the same crime. That's bullshit. You no, know, you can't... They can't pull you over for flipping them off. Yeah. So next time you're driving by a cop, <laughs> if you feel so inclined... I don't feel so inclined. <laughs> I have gotten out of so many tickets yeah, this so is far. Not, you want to hear some bullshit. Yeah. Well, no, I'm still, you I'm still, hear some I'm still waiting on the, the newest one. Ever. But so I drove in the carpool lane a while ago for seriously like 20 seconds. And I was doing it for about a month, like not a, well, month, not a month straight. Yeah, but 20 like, seconds turned into a month real quick. <laughs> right. Well, you know, um, <laughs> as I was doing the commute um, back when we still lived in Sacramento, 
I'd say like every weekday for about a month, I was driving the carpool lane for just long enough to get around the traffic that um, drives insanely slow. Up. I can't remember like where it was. Now, I guess around Watt Avenue, probably. Well, Highway 50 and Watt. Yeah. So anyway, there is a carpool lane there and there are a bunch of um, people who don't use it. And then all the other lanes get clogged up. So I was like, oh, God, it's taking forever. I got in the carpool lane. And it worked out great until I got <laughs> until it didn't right until I got pulled over finally. And so the cop wrote me a ticket and he's like, you have to show up on this day if you want to contest it, whatever. And so I went on the day and they were like, oh, this isn't in the system. It looks like we had a lot of tickets that day that never got entered for some clerical reason. Lucky and they were yeah. like, so just keep checking and whatever. But if it's been a year and it hasn't shown up yet, then you're basically not going to be right, on the hook for this. A fucking year. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, it has been. Um Next month, it'll be a year. Mm-hmm. It was in May. Anyway, and then I, I did get a speeding ticket, um, but Damn, that didn't show up. Don't you ever speed? Don't. No. Reno. I don't get caught for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and like, you know, to be fair. Everybody eventually gets caught for I it. I drive um, a lot longer distance than you, like, consecutively. Yeah. So, that statistically, I'd say it's, like, mm-hmm. a bigger chance for me to get pulled over, especially on the freeway and everything else. It was on a day when I was taking 99, where people tend to go slower. Anyway, I got pulled over for that, what, like in February? February-ish. Yeah. And so the, the date to contest it has already passed. Nothing was in the system. I called the, the office, the court, whatever. They're like, oh, we don't see anything in here. So just keep checking. But it looks like it was never filed. So the fucking Lodi Highway Police. But the other one was a Sacramento two, yeah, so PD. So two different districts. Two, or there two were different highway jurisdictions. Patrol, there were highway patrol guys. There were CHP guys. And one was in Sacramento yeah. and one was in... So, you know, you never know. Of course, I didn't flip them off afterwards, so maybe that's... <laughs> yeah, <something I'm> <laughs> I would say it was back, what was it? like? Couldn't o- have hurt my chances. What was it, like October I, this happened to me? Yeah. Where I usually, when I would sleep in as long as possible because it, I, everyone knows I have that unreal work time that mm-hmm. I start at 3.45 in the morning. Um, so I would sleep in as long as possible to the point of which I'm like, all right, if I do, I can leave the, I can leave our condo at this time, and do exactly 78 miles an hour on 99 and get to work I on time. I was going 80 when I got pulled over. So I would sit, get in my car, and because there's not a hell of a lot of traffic, I could set the cruise control and just chill 78 miles an hour into Sacramento. Mm-hmm. I look behind me, and in the distance, there's these, you, it's, all, it's all darkened that time of the morning, so all I saw were headlights. And the headlights were slowly, and I mean slowly, Coming up on me to the point where I'm like, well, I'm not going to move over anytime soon because it's like there's no point. I'll move over when they get close to me because he's easily like a quarter mile behind me. About, I don't know, I would say 100 feet from my car, he moves over to the right hand lane. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. He's going to pass me illegally. So I just keep doing my 78. All of a sudden, there's this SUV pacing itself with me next to me for a good 10 seconds. And I look over because it's like, why are you fucking with me? And all of a sudden, all I see is this door that says California Highway Patrol. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. And I turned off the cruise control and I slowed down to 65. And he slows down to 65. We're both just sitting there <laughs> pacing each other at 65 for like a good mile and a half. Then he takes off. So I definitely got like the warning of I will fucking I will fuck with you if you keep this up. You know what I didn't do? You didn't flip him off? Didn't flip him off. When, well. he, dr- when he drove off, I was like, thank you. Next time you're driving yeah. 65 and a cop is g- giving you shit like that, just fucking flip them off. <laughs> it was a 78. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they kind of frown upon that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
But there's hopes, folks. We we can we can finally flip you can off. Just, like, you blow it off sometimes. Yeah, you can blow them off. I'm <laughs> look. I'm just gonna say I'm a well-to-do uh, white guy. I don't have a reason to flip off cops. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But it's good to know that other people can do it. You know. I don't really yeah. care about them. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> not at all. In general, yeah, but I just assume that. you know what I do care about? Fucking noise pollution. Yes. What kind of noise, Reno? <sighs> 8 a.m. Mm. and there's goddamn leaf blowers blowing in the middle of summer. Yeah. It's so it's not autumn. We don't have leaves all over the goddamn place. They're just trying to be preventative. <sighs> there's going to be out there through October yeah. until they finally get leaves. So there's... Um, Wait, apparently, uh, sev- many it's cities. It's not summer yet. It's just barely turned into spring. Why? Well, we're, we're getting ready. Oh, we're oh, anticipating yeah. the is, summer season. This is multiple seasons. Yeah. yeah. This okay. Is, this so. is a lifelong. This struggle. is a lifelong. And the leaf gripe. blowers, people use them for all kinds of stuff. If they're just like hired by a business mm-hmm. to clean up, they'll blow trash around. Or dry their lawn. Yeah. That they just <laughs> watered. <laughs> doesn't have to be like dry their lawn. <laughs> dry their car. I swear to God, <laughs> it doesn't have to be leaves in particular. Oh, it's yeah. dirt. Yeah, they, they, you blow they the dirt. use it so many. T- oh God, it's so exhausting. And like, Literally. Uh, actually, it, it's right. not. It <laughs> saves a lot of energy to sit there and do that versus sweeping. Energy in terms of like your own body, yes. Yeah. But so like it's not exhausting. Energy, like gas-powered energy, no. <laughs> it spends a lot of gas. Anyways, and yeah. Anyways, so but we're about to get some good news. Is what? it? I don't yeah. think it is. Well, no, I think you're fucking with all the Mexican okay. lawn workers across Look the it. nation. It. These Look. people came here illegally and got shitty jobs, and you want to tell them they can't this leave. This is below. exactly yep. why I closed the window. I'm just saying. So <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. But if you think about Sanctuary it, if, let's say they get paid ass. hourly, a rake would be much better than a leaf blower. I'm just saying. Yeah, but no one's going to pay Mexicans hourly. That are legal. Well, we're at assuming least. that we're assuming Illegal that people are paying I'm, them. Like okay. this is a whole like rabbit hole. I am going down a very dark rabbit right. hole that anyway, might get you guys in trouble because I don't care if anyone hates us. More more people besides just Reno were really annoyed about this, and they were annoyed in Washington D.C. So they were in the perfect place to figure out a way to make a law against something, basically. Back Wait, so the non-sanctuary city? Back in the fall of... We're not talking about Mexicans anymore. <laughs> we're talking <laughs> about leaf blowers. People that use leaf blowers. Here, Reno is already losing his patience. We're on <laughs> Article 2. I'm just saying. We got <laughs> like, another episode to go, right. bro. This back, is your idea. Back in 2015, <laughs> in the fall, um, uh, community activists wanted to get rid of leaf blowers in Washington, D.C. And so they began their efforts to get Social rid of these. justice leaf blowing. Look, you have never been, you have never had to walk around outside on a regular basis, like, to work. I'm just saying. Oh. So, delivery back driver. when I, yeah, but you got <laughs> to get back in the vehicle. I still was exposed to the elements. Okay, every day. Every stop. When I parked farther away, I walked for, like, seven blocks, which was just enough time to get a whole <laughs> bunch of allergies just enough time to get blown by those leaves. Pretty much, yeah, and it was annoying. So anyway, were there a bunch of leaf blowing people yeah, on the sidewalk on, every on day? Yeah, on my route because they were just cleaning up the businesses. You know, <laughs> did the homeless blow to, away from the leaves? Blow, I was just gonna say, trying to <laughs> blow the homeless people away. Like, what? You just see this homeless person just rolling. <laughs> now, would you ban the leaf blowers if you saw that? No. Yes. So no. To, to me, it wasn't the noise so much as like the dust and everything in my face. Yeah. But so anyway, these people in Washington, D.C. started an effort in 2015 to get rid of these leaf blowers. And they had to get like the neighborhood commissions to sign on to it and like make it a big enough deal so the city council would vote on, yes, let's get rid of these gas powered leaf blowers <sighs> in this particular area. And then in 2018 is when it was passed in city council. And then finally, 
It won't take effect till 2022. Yeah, they got the mayor to sign on to making sure it goes into effect by then. How how long is it going to take to switch over from leaf blowers Mm -hmm. to rakes? Like, I don't understand what the hiccup is. Like, it takes long enough for them to appeal it. Yeah. You want to know why? Because that's the thing is, like, think about it. These are, I mean, I made the illegal immigrant thing earlier, but Mm -hmm. let's face it. Okay, let's say it was legitimate, right? Let's say everything was legitimate. No one was getting paid under the table. That's a bad business move. I get it. You know, it's a terrible business move because what you're doing is you're causing productivity to go down. Yes, I get it. And you have to pay these people by hour. So what you're doing is is now it's costing taxpayers even more because these people are contracted through the government to blow these leaves. Now it's going to cut to the cut because these people are going to charge more. more. Yeah, so basically, so that you don't have to put in earplugs for an hour, you're now paying more taxes. I there's more more than happy to <laughs> pay an extra <laughs> five bucks a year, ten bucks a year, mm-hmm. so that yeah. I don't have to hear leaf blowers yeah, every fucking morning. No, but that's think terrible. of it. Think of all these little things that you do as like every subscription service that you have. Mm-hmm. Each subscription it service, all adds up. yeah, it's like a death by isn't a thousand really cuts. that big of a deal. But after you have Hulu, after you have Netflix, after you have Amazon Prime, after you have the food delivery service because you have social anxiety going to the grocery store, and you get all these little things, all of a sudden that's where all your money went. Mm-hmm. That's why this is a bad idea. I would because we're still paying for all the other stupid decisions that we thing. made. It's wait, not wait, wait, just wait. noise. It's also like the amount of gas that they use to power these things. Mm-hmm. It all adds up. Speaking of things adding up, <laughs> yeah. serious? You know, yeah, gas? seriously. And the company the pays the gas. I, it's not using I'm that much gas, use, to be honest. But well, whatever. It's that's something. Not, that's not what's killing the ozone, dude. Well, it's not <laughs> helping it. That's, that but isn't the main contributor. I, I would stop my subscription to Netflix if it meant. There Ooh. would be no more leaf blowers. Really, you would? I would give up Netflix. I would give up if it meant there would be no more leaf blowers. Well, the then I'm going to fuck with you and give up Netflix so that there are leaf blowers. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I knew it you were going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that. You want to know why? Because I, I'm a businessman, dude. I have to look at things like productivity and cost per hour and shit like that. But really, like, how much slower is raking versus leaf blowing? Uh, when was the last time you had a? I, I, my parents are old. I have to help them with the yard. No. You know how much okay. time I save by, the with thing. a leaf blower. When you blow the leaves a with a leaf hour? blower, no, more than that, where, dude. Right. Where do the leaves go? You blow them into kind of a pile. And then what? And then you put it in the trash. Yeah, how? you have to use the rake real quick. Oh, well, so the rake is. But still I didn't part have to use a rake for two hours to get the pile to work. <laughs> but here's like, why would you use two <laughs> tools to do a job when you can just use one? Because it's faster. It's not faster. Yes, it is. It is faster. But it's so much faster. How much faster is it? A grip, dude. I doubt it. <laughs> what the fuck? A grip an hour. Oh, my God. You are so helping me the next time I have to help my what? parents do the fucking yard. Or? I don't think yes, so. Yes, you are. I'm coming. I'll help. And I will give you two fuck nuts a rake. <laughs> and you guys can Just sit one? there gladly. all your time doing that shit. I'm going to go get some lemonade. And watch. You want to know why? Because there's a perfectly good leaf blower over here that would save all of us time. But you guys want to make it hard on people. Why? Because, oh, God, he blew the leaves for a half hour, and it a bothered rake me. It's quiet and serene. That's why they use them in Zen Garden. It's not. Have you used a rake <laughs> on concrete? It's like... <laughs> 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 so instead of... <laughs> you hear... Every yeah, but it's, it's like a rhythmic, is, natural oh my sound. God. It's the sound of labor. It's the sound of retardation. Speaking of sound... Oh, that was perfect. They, they've created uh, this new metamaterial out of paper and aluminum... Um, that completely uh, silences sound, hundred percent. What? You don't. You don't have to fucking. 
And so just line your house with that so the leaf blower doesn't bother you. Exactly. Yeah, this this material is great. It's um it sounds like it's like pretty easy to make. And um uh it just completely swallows the sound, but it also can let um like light and air through. So it's, it's not like you know giant concrete walls that we use now to, you know, create sound booths or to, you know, dampen sound between or protect against harsh weather. Wait, so right. we could use these things to stop the sound of leaf blowers? Yes. Oh dang. Yes. Yeah. Or we could we could like line walls with them to make them completely soundproof. Or put them in the back seat during car rides where there's children involved. Yeah. Can yeah. you just wrap children with it? You could. <laughs> yeah. And see, it's perme it's permeable. Like air gets through, so they could still breathe. Like you wouldn't suffocate them. Well, that's right? not as fun. That's not as yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not selling um, us here. It's it's 3D printed. Um, of course it is. And they they test it out with like this. Uh, gigantic uh uh speaker like um playing like like some really loud noise and they put this like um pipe with the uh um 3d material printed inside of it and it completely kills the sound but all this air is still being pushed out of it like you can feel the air <coughs> being pushed out from the sound waves but there's no sound so it's like Man, noise cancellation headphones but i wonder how much like atmospherically it'd be like the perfect gun silencer like you wouldn't hear it oh. at all well i wasn't going down the violent route but this would be great <laughs> for live music in certain areas that is exactly. that are, that's like residential zoned and shit totally or like you know like festivals and stuff where you have like multiple stages you could have a stage over here on the left stage over here on the right and you just have like a curtain or a wall of this, you know, 3D materi printed yeah. material, and it would completely cancel out the noise, the sound from the neighboring stage. I think it'd be great, and like you yeah. could, it may be great for you know musicians. Obviously, like you could, you know, practice anywhere if you had like you know s some of these screens printed, you know. Yeah. And you could keep your fucking leaf blower and your Netflix. That's true. So Netflix is iffy for me. Uh, <laughs> Human it hasn't been a whole lot that's good on Netflix recently. You were just watching Netflix. Yeah, it took him how long to get that out? <laughs> how long? We had to peel you away from Netflix to get this episode started. You had to peel me away from a movie. <laughs> Netflix so. in general has a lot of bullshit on it. So anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of humanity and in, in creating this incredible material. Mm. Uh, showing that science and te technology can improve lives. Right. Yes, I agree. Science and technology are usually the way to go when it comes to improving lives. And it's nice that we had a story to show us how smart humans could be with those things, because this next one is like the complete opposite. This is what that. happens when you <laughs> are superstitious, mm. super religious, or just think that all science and all like medicine and all, yeah, all yeah. scientific institutions are the devil or, or conspiring, conspiring to kill you or just get your money. From Go them. on. Yeah. <laughs> so I would just like to analyze the photo of this guy for a second mm -hmm. and talk about how short his shorts are. It's, <laughs> it's really distracting. <laughs> like, I don't know why you would pose like that with shorts that short, socks that white and running shoes that puffy. I'm He's just saying. He's 84. He's 84? Yeah. That's why. Wow. Yeah, he doesn't look 84, does he? I guess Where's not. Or one of his balls like his drooping out of the shorts. Do. It could be. It could like have been photoshopped out. Yeah, his his scrotum sure could easily be. Yeah, when mm -hmm. I'm that, that old, age. I will wear short shorts Don't. and let my balls Please. hang out. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Yeah, like baggy short yeah. shorts, so that and like if you're like sitting down, you like I know, like a testicle kind of just goes. Okay, basic instinct. You know, like cross your legs. Basic instinct, your balls. So, anyways, this this eighty uh, four year old uh, testicle guy. Right. Um, to be clear, there's no testicles in the yeah, photo. Yeah. 
Unfortunately. Um, he's being uh, thrown in jail because of testicles, testicles first. <laughs> testicles first. <laughs> A slammer. God. <laughs> he Go with ball and chain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Timothy Morrow um, was sentenced uh, to prison. Wait, was he sentenced to prison or did he's just in jail? I think he's awaiting mm, trial. We'll see what happens, yeah. Um, he was advising a family to not give the diabetic boy insulin for his diabetes, but rather just use lavender oil and some of his other hokey pokey yeah. uh, potions, not potions, but uh, natural like supplements. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, he wasn't even, he was just like rub lavender oil into the spine, like just a topical thing. It wasn't even like, here's this, like, mm. I don't even know why that would connect to diabetes. Yeah. The, the kid died. Because he didn't take his insulin. Yeah, but he smelled great. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a lot of lavender. I wouldn't. Oh, that might be uh, too much. Yeah. It sounds like every other stupid like hippie theory out there, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, these things are supposed to be supplemental <laughs> usually, and the people. Oh, don't who get offended. No, the know. people <laughs> who are like, I'm not gonna listen to the doctor. I'm gonna do this this crazy Eastern medicine thing because they really know what's up. Well, yeah, but they don't do it in a vacuum. They're not just like, hey, ignore the rest of your symptoms and just use this lavender oil. It's supposed to be a supplemental thing. All right, I'm going to kind of go through this story here, so try not to to interrupt me because it'll take a while to get through this. So oh, really? Oh, so challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, uh, this, this kid, um, Edgar Lopez... He became ill after his family started following following Timothy's advice to not take insulin because it was a poison, quote unquote. Um, so he was having a hard time keeping his food down, and he lost a lot of weight. He was 13 years old, okay, um, and he had really hard time breathing, and he was like cold to the touch. And Timothy Morrow says, "Like, oh no, th- he's going through a healing crisis. Don't go seek medical help." Don't go to the hospital. He told us that if we took the child to the hospital, he would get killed there. The next day, the kid died. Okay. Um, and then the medical examiner was like, yeah, like you could have saved him with insulin. Like this was like treatable. Just like a regular injection. Right. Like your standard insulin mm-hmm. treatment. Um, the, and then, of course, like dude's like defense team said that like, you know, oh, all the, all the herbs that... Merle prescribed, you know, they're they're labeled like they're not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure or prevent any disease. But he was telling him that this had cured his own cancer and that his uh, pancreas reg, this pancreatic regeneration protein, was God's insulin and that it could be used instead of actual insulin. Cool. <laughs> um, and uh, they called... 911, like, or no, like his son, the the kid, the 13 year old kid was like, We need to call 911. Even uh, the kid was, the kid was like, I want to call 911. Yeah. And dude was like, No, no, don't call 911. Don't let him call 911. And they didn't. And the kid died the next day. This is kind like, of that? Wait, wait, wait. Cases what? of like someone who thinks that they, they have like a savior complex. Like this guy was probably mm-hmm. like, Oh, no, I can do it. Don't involve anyone else. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious. I'm going to let me tell a story now. Okay. What was the dude's last name? The dad's Moro. last name. But the dad. The dad. The dad. Yeah. I don't know what the dad. It was like a hyphenated name. Yeah. What was it was who? It was yeah, someone in there. What was it? Like. I don't know yeah. if the, what was the family's name? Lopez. Lopez. Mm-hmm. But the dad was. So let me let Lopez me get let me r- let me walk you down this thing. this tale of. Was this going to Trump? 
Let's say that, that means yes. this kid's dad, Mr. Lopez, was out on the street doing some gardening work. Leaf blowing. Leaf blowing. And then people outside complained about his job. and He got laid off because oh it was God. a noise complaint. Mm-hmm. Maybe he couldn't afford because of the <laughs> well-to-do white people in their houses bitching about him doing his job of cleaning their gardens. People of color don't like leaf blowers either. Yeah. I'm just saying. But I'm, just saying, but I'm just saying they normally are the ones to use it. I, just, I mean, I'm just going out there. I'm going out there on a limb. Maybe Mr. Lopez lost his job because a bunch of Netflix subscribing assholes <laughs> wanted their peace and quiet and he couldn't afford to take his kid to the hospital. So lavender oil was all that he could afford. But that wasn't the case. I think that could have been the case. They're just spinning it their own way. This is fake news. No. Yeah. Or is it the yeah. realest news you've ever heard? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. Maybe, there, there maybe, maybe, it th- maybe, maybe. It could, it could be, but I'm just saying. Maybe these, old these man Ballsack no. was like, "Yo, maybe you should take this kid to the hospital." These people, and these people are like, "I can't afford that," so they spun this story saying that old man mm, Ballsack no. like tricked him into lavender Typically, oil. Typically, the people who do this and have those kind of ethics, where they're like, "No, don't call the hospital," they're in it for the money. So what, I doubt that this family was what, like not what being able Mr. to afford stuff. But that's the thing. It's like, what if, uh, what if Mr. Lopez was like, oh, we fucked up. Better blame this on old man Ballsack. His testicles are hanging out. No one's gonna believe him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like this is what he this was this was his like business. This is what he did for a living was yeah. sell these supplements and and pseudoscience potions that mm. save Maybe God's they insulin. Like fuck off with your yeah. God's fucking insulin. Fucking <laughs> insulin is science's insulin. Insulin is it a works. human invention. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're welcome. Um, I'm just, well, I'm just I guess saying. it's not technically true. I'm just saying. Um, Synthetic insulin is a human invention, not actual insulin. I'm just saying. Uh, if we, I'm sure the leaf blower ties into this somehow. No. So, so anyways, um, uh, this th- Mr. Ballsack, Lavender, <laughs> Jones, Timothy Morrow, he was sentenced to... <laughs> it's, it's old man Ballsack. <laughs> old man Ballsack. Have some respect. <laughs> <laughs> Get his name right. Old man Ballsack, <laughs> a.k.a. Tim Morrow, <laughs> was sentenced to four months... In L.A. County Jail. Wait, that's not so bad. Four months? Four what months. was this, like, man two or something? What would it be? Well, it, it, technically, he was trying to save the kids. He so they probably wasn't. Gave something I don't think so. He, uh, it was definitely a... It, it wasn't, like, man one, but... <laughs> it was man it two because was. both of them fell out of his shorts. Oh! No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, four months... Well, and he has to pay $5,000 to the victim's family for funeral costs. But honestly, I think the real crime here is how stupid the family was. It's like, what idiot? Is they were in distress because their no. dad just lost what his leaf blowing idiot job. is going to be like, oh, hmm, yeah, I don't think I want to use insulin. Let me just use this thing that's found in plants. Well, everything's Everywhere. You know what I mean. Look, man, yeah. he probably had a convincing story. He's 85, claimed mm-hmm. he beat cancer. His balls right. were free balling. This is what happens when people yeah, start well, to I mean, distrust medicine and they think that like Western <laughs> medicine is all incorrect and I'm evil. I'm just yeah. curious. How do you get to the point where the dude with his testicles hanging out of his they shorts really is the one that hang- you choose? They really weren't hanging out. Actually, I'm sure if they had been, the people would have been like, no, we're not going to buy this guy's <laughs> stuff. But because his <laughs> testicles were so youthful <laughs> and inside his shorts, they were convinced he was the way to go. I still like, I don't trust anyone who wears short shorts. Well, uh, like, you uh, should you were just saying <laughs> that you want to get short shorts. When I'm 85, he and then I wouldn't trust he me, though. Want people to trust him. That's the thing. Uh, I don't, no, I don't trust you now. People don't trust me at 37. I doubt they're going to trust me at 85. I'm no. good to go with the short shorts. <laughs> so it sounds like, Mike, you wouldn't have been fooled by I, this guy's 
claims. I, I, I look up to this man. I want to do this when I'm 85. Because well I got nothing to lose at that point. No. Except my balls, apparently. Yeah. Well, you'll be able to wave goodbye to them on their way down. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to segue to this. I almost had well, it. I mean, to change the subject. Well, you'd think that you'd be able to smell bullshit like that coming That's from a mile away. That's what I was trying away. to say. But yeah, I guess we'll just go for it. But uh, Okay. Oh, this this woman here can smell Parkinson's. Yeah, which does sound, it, it does sound kind of like as unbelievable as the lavender oil thing, but in a way. Are but her testicles hanging but out? they've tested no, her though, right? she doesn't have testicles. Her ovaries are well within her body as well, so that's fine. Yeah, they, they did some tests to see if this was actually true, but so Mike, when I read this story, I actually thought of your mom and her sense of smell. Oh. What? <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> this story. <laughs> My mom doesn't say crazy shit like she can smell Parkinson's. No, so <laughs> because this story is like is basically saying that her sense of smell is so good that's why she can actually do it and it explains chemically why it's possible but i thought of your mom and her sense of smell and how like the one time we had garlic and then two days later we visited them and she was like who ate garlic i can tell this is a thing this woman is the same way so she said that she smelled like a musky smell on her husband 10 years before he was diagnosed with parkinson's by doctors and um, she, I guess, went to a meeting for people with Parkinson's because of her husband. And when she was around them, she also smelled that smell. Um, and so people were... Like, I gotta get out of here. People, you people need to take a shower. People were interested in how this could be. And so they ended up figuring out that she was smelling the, the sort of like oily secretion that happens more in people with Parkinson's. Um, it's the thing that keeps your skin and your hair naturally moisturized. Um, and so she was smelling that, that sort of musky smell in people who were like having onset Parkinson's because they were producing more of the chemical and her sensitive nose just picked up on it. So Michael so J. Fox thing. stinks? Well, I don't know if he stinks to everyone. Well, and musky doesn't have to mean like a terrible smell. It's I just mean, like a... I just say the word musk. It doesn't sound appealing. No, I guess it doesn't. Yeah. So anyway, the, the, sci like moist. the scientists figured this out. <laughs> Um, through like a chemical analysis and they extracted like individual compounds from people and they like tested and to have joy the woman smell them and then they ended up isolating that one oily secretion and figured out that yes she's doing this um, that's crazy and I guess they ended up like double checking with a sample size of 64 Parkinson's patients and like non-Parkinson's like with the control group and she was right um, she could correctly identify the Parkinson's and non-Parkinson's. So that's kind of cool. She also says she can smell Alzheimer's and cancer. So she's going to try to like work on those things. It'd be like a drug dog, but it'd be yeah. like a hospital oh, lady. Hospital. She <laughs> just like goes room to room, just like smelling everyone and be like... Oh, no, yeah, you got cancer, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of sad. But it is kind of, like, convenient to be able to tell 10 years before. Because Parkinson's, yeah. not that, like, we have good treatments for it, really, but it's helpful to have early diagnosis. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I wonder if you could, like, train, if she could, like, train other humans to be able to sniff it out. Not if they don't have a good sense of smell. Like, I could never But, I mean, it. like, you know, like, what, 1% of the population, 2% of the population has great smell, so yeah. maybe she could, you know, help train... I mean, that'd be a, a kick-ass job. I know. You know, Parkinson sniffer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but your mom could do that, Mike. What? 
Yeah. She but has a like super strong sense of smell. She could be saving lives, but instead she's just smelling she's garlic. She's just deciding not to, yeah. What? You look old. Nothing. It's fine. Annoyed over there. Ugh. What? You know, you, you should be really mindful of that too, Mike, because your anger rubs off on other people. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> um, it's true. Th- this next article that we're talking about uh, talks about how, like, People's emotions kind of rub off on other people. Like if you're around happy people, you tend to be a little bit happier. Yeah. If you're around angry people, they kind of make you angrier. I see that. I see it going more towards anger. I feel like anger is more contagious than happiness. Well, I don't people see are like happiness angry being at you, it's easier to react that way. Yeah. Yeah. Because like happiness is usually like this passive thing. Like if you smile yeah. at someone, it's not so like. It doesn't incite you to action like anger does. Happy people generally piss me off. Well, not not yeah. like... Yeah, not, I don't like it. Not like over-enthusiastic, bubbly, like in-your-face happy, but just yeah, someone who's like that. pleasant and content no. doesn't piss me off. When I see someone pleasant and content, I want to try to rain on their parade. People who, like, if you say you're having a bad day and they try to tell you like 20 things that you should be happy about, that's annoying. Yeah, that, that, like, those just are like, punching the face Just like, let me have a bad day sometimes, yeah. yeah. But the yeah, like Rena said, the article is saying that anger is just as contagious and maybe more as happiness because you kind of like mirror the emotion um, if you're receiving it from people. And the interesting thing they said is that it also happens on social media. So if like someone within your network is like happy and posting positive things, you're more likely to to do well. Okay, most (laughs) people yeah are more likely to do that as well. But anger ripples through the network, just like happiness does, and well depression. That's all does Facebook too. is really now. It's just a bunch of people screaming and yelling yeah. about everything. But it's that not just Facebook. Off. They were very clear. Like it happens in real life too. But yeah, they more see s- carry and over, and more so in real life. Like the effects weren't as um, measure. They, they weren't as large on um, social media, but in person, like anger was more contagious, so to speak. Yeah. So. So I believe it. So watch out, Mike. So I mean, are you, <laughs> you hear people are like post about it or say like you know sur- be careful who your friends are you know surround yourself with good people because you know you become like your friends yeah. or you're influenced by your friends you are who your friends are That's a scary are you thought. though to a certain I extent mean, i'm your friend and like i would well, go that if far if you guys hung out every day yeah <laughs> i wouldn't go so far as to say that we're day. friends you like hung out every day it's like different. when was the last time you texted me out of the blue like hey mike what's up i i texted you on thursday you texted to plan us this thing on yeah. thursday yeah. If my wife wasn't part of the conversation, would you hit me up? Yeah, if it was non-six degrees. Probably. Be real. Probably, no, probably no. more often, to be honest. Wow. Be, no, okay. be real, because that doesn't happen. <laughs> Let me mirror like, that rage you, back at you. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for yeah, real, though. No, just be real. Like, I'm not going to be offended. What was the question? Like, <laughs> this is a, a sign that the answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like we're not like we're, uh, like you are who your friends are. You're not really like me because we don't outside of this. Like we wouldn't know each other if it weren't for her. Right? So yeah. segue yeah. to I the next article. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, you've you've hella grown on me. Like now I'd hang out with you. At first <laughs> it was kind of like uh, this guy's kind of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, no, no, no. But but I think Mike's point is like you guys don't talk. Very no. often. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't so rub off on you. Yeah, you, you don't rub off on each other. If you still lived in Sacramento, I'd hang out with you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah. I don't live there anymore. Yeah. And yeah. when no. I did live there, you didn't hang out with me. I have like a 30 mile radius policy. Yeah. Like, yeah. No when I did live there, you didn't hang out with me. So you That's true. No, I, I invited you to my birthday party. You and invited us. 
Well, well yeah. he's not going to not invite me. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't tell that. Nina. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, I think it is relatively um, contagious to a certain extent. But, you, mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is, you it's what you're willing to allow in your life, too. I might joke around on this podcast and yeah. say a lot of dickheadish things, but I'm actually relatively positive through my actions. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, I mean, I'm a total smartass, and I'm a, I'm a smartass, I'm a contrarian, I'm an instigator. Yeah, but my but actions are positive. Though. Yeah, it's and like you do it like jokingly, right? Just, you know, yeah. except like, for the Trump thing, I'm totally on board with that. Oh, you God are not. Uh, but no, like the other thing, like I like, like, like my my actions are positive, and that's probably why positive people still like fuck with me. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like you fuck with like your friends. I mean, like that's yeah. just what you do with friends. You just mm-hmm. you right. just say mean. Oh, terrible things, terrible things that psychologically <laughs> scar them for <laughs> life. Yeah. yeah, you're not you're nicer to people that you don't know and don't like, mm-hmm. and the people you do like, you shit all over. Yeah, but mm-hmm. the niceness is definitely like a <laughs> shallow kind of niceness. It's not. It doesn't mean anything. This person's rad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh. I think she really likes me, dude. <laughs> she sprayed diarrhea all oh over me, man. Just blasted oh, me, bro. So terrible. <laughs> Love at first fart. Oh, so terrible. This yeah. transitions really well to the next thing we want to talk about, and that um, death metal doesn't uh, desensitize you to violence. No, it does not yeah. at all. Exactly. There's a yeah. whole study. No, it's actually not, not even the remote bit. Well, if you like look at the lyrics to some death metal songs, it, it isn't surprising people would think that. Um, for instance, Eaten by Swedish death metal <laughs> supergroup Bloodbath um, has lyrics like this. Do you want to trade off reading them? I've, I've had, had one <laughs> desire since I was born the whole thing. to see my body ripped and torn. That's not how it I'm not going to do it in that voice. To see my flesh devour before my eyes. Only for you I volunteer as a human sacrifice. This part's the best part. Carve me up, slice me apart, suck my guts and lick my heart. Aww. Chop me up. I like to be hurt. Drink my marrow and blood for dessert. It's also like really sing-songy and stupid sounding, but like a yeah. lot of... Like yep. other, like European metal. Did you actually listen to the song? No. Okay, yeah, it's not sung like Okay, well, Mike, we're making all. fun of it here, but the lyrics are the lyrics. <laughs> Those are the words. We're not changing the words. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not surprising that some people would think, oh, this might incite people to violence or like make them just like less affected by seeing violent things. But actually, that's not true. Um, they uh, did a study to see if this was a thing and, and it isn't. Um, it doesn't make people desensitized towards violence. I think the study was basically like, okay, they took 32 fans of death metal and heavy metal and then 48 non-fans of that genre. And they tested them with the binocular rivalry experiment, which is basically they showed them a violent and a neutral image simultaneously while they listened to the death metal music. Um, And (laughs) they listened to all kinds of music, actually. They also listened to songs like Happy, by Pharrell Williams. Oh, which, that song will make know, me kill somebody. Will incite you to violence. Yes. Yeah, right. I like how their description of Pharrell Williams' side note: a ubiquitous earworm fear, featured on a kids' movie soundtrack. Yeah, that's a good description of him. That song yeah. fucking yeah. sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the participants would press buttons indicating whether they perceived the violent image or the neutral image. And both fans and non-fans of death metal tended to display a bias. They saw the violent imagery over the neutral imagery. Um, But that happened regardless of the music they were listening to. So they still noticed the more violent image over the neutral one. It's going to be more shocking, and therefore your eyes are going to be drawn to it more. But the point was nobody was desensitized towards it and like ignoring it completely. 
Um, and one of the like coincidental findings of the study was um, they also found that death metal fans um, had emotions like power, joy, and peace aroused in them when they listened to the songs. Um, and that did not happen when they listened to the Pharrell Williams song, which is not surprising. As someone who <laughs> does listen to extreme music, I wholeheartedly agree with this article. Well, good. Yeah, I uh, that's a, I think that's always been like a like everybody is always like, oh, the Columbine kids listen to death metal and play Doom and shit like that. It's like, come on. <laughs> My <laughs> response is, come on. <laughs> I mean, it's like really, really. Really? It's like, have you actually played Doom? It doesn't look realistic at all. <laughs> like, don't, don't, like, stop it. Stop. Like, stop. I get the, I get that the kids were obsessed with Doom, but there was already something there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's the thing. It's just like, like, the violent tendencies are, aren't caused by, it, it's not caused by music or movies or shit like that. No. It's not. It's, like, it's already there in the people that commit it. It's already there. It's already there in everyone, really, but it's there more in those people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Anybody has the capacity to be violent. Music, like, the, these death metal songs, like, if you really do listen to death metal, I'm sure I'm going to piss off a lot of people saying this. This is the corniest shit in no, the fucking is. world. We just oh, read man, evidence so that corny. showed that it, it was. So yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it sounds fun. I think it sounds amazing. I think Cannibal <laughs> Corpse... Yeah. Cannibal Corpse is fucking amazing but sounding. But if you look at the lyrics but printed out the way we did, I never, it's fucking stupid. I don't want to know what he's going... <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know yeah. because I'm going to be disappointed. It's probably about like some dragon killing yeah. a princess or something. Yeah, he, like, it's going to be something about like putting a baby in a microwave or something. Well, it's so fucking outlandishly stupid. You know, it's like... I just want to hear him do his weird grunts and pig squeals over some crazy guitar. Some like thirty-minute guitar solos. I yeah. don't like. That's the thing. It's like it, I just want to hear. It. I don't need to know what he's singing about because, like I said, it's something like this. Like eat my bone marrow. Come yeah, on. it definitely ruins it. I'm yeah. sure. Like it, it actually makes the it just it, that makes it horrible. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. So you'll be happy to know that you aren't desensitized towards violence either, Mike. At least not for this reason. Not because of, I yeah. listened to Cannibal Corpse or something. <laughs> That's <laughs> not the reason I'm desensitized yeah. to violence. The psychologist they interviewed for this study said, death metal fans are nice people. They're not going to go out and hurt someone. Thank oh, you. That's nice. Thank you. I mean, there's a chance that one of them also is like a sociopath who wants to kill people, but it might just be a coincidence. It's not the, it's not the media that makes someone a killer. It's yeah. the person that makes them a killer. Everybody has the capacity to make a choice. Well, not everyone. Yeah, some, some people, people don't realize. Some people are choice. programmed, yeah, not to know there's a choice, basically. But I agree with you that it won't be the marrow death metal is not not to blame. Death for metal is not causing people to do this. Yeah, it's kind of like the people that blame Mortal Kombat and shit like that on violence in the nineties. Yeah, it's like pixelated stop. bullshit. I don't think so. Yeah, Doom. No. I'm sorry, dude. Killing <laughs> a 16-bit pixelated-looking demon. They yeah. only have that's only allowed thirty-two colors on him his body. <laughs> I like, think stop it. We dude. could all agree <laughs> that like <laughs> killing stop. a demon is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you know, like we probably should try to kill the demons. Yeah, you know, the whole point of Doom is being the good guy that kills the demons. Like shut shut up. Yeah. Shut up. I mean, yeah, you're doing it with like super violent weapons, but Yeah, but they're demons. <laughs> <laughs> they can take it. Exactly. Like it's like <laughs> stop. Stop like I'm glad this I'm glad this article exists. Well, good. Do you, do you feel calmer now? 
No, but I do feel like listening to some fucking cannibal corpse. Hold on, let's do this shit. No, don't play it. The real threat to society isn't death metal bands. It's loneliness, which is why Britain has appointed a minister for loneliness. Yeah. Um, And this actually happened a while ago, but the position is still um, in full effect, so I thought it would be interesting to talk about. Oh, let's have a break here for... Oh, I can barely stand it. <laughs> See, I think this sounds amazing. Yeah, but let's look up the lyrical content in this song. Have a, this song is called Hammered Smashed Face by huh. Cannibal Court. Oh, okay. Who gives a shit what he's saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. No one. No, yeah. that's <laughs> that just sounds amazing. That he's going, right. oh, oh, uh. yeah, cool. Okay, now that we've unsegued ourselves from this new article back to the one we just finished, are you let's lonely? Go. Okay, thanks. Yep. That didn't help. Um, yeah, there's a there's a minister um, of loneliness in Britain, and I think this happened like pretty recently after Brexit, where they uh, Brexit hasn't happened. Sorry, the whole like scare they voted it. for it. Yeah, um, they want it. Okay, well, at any rate, sort of, kind of. It's kind of complex. About a year ago is when this position was created. And according to uh, a study that they did, more than 9 million people in the country often or always felt lonely back in 2017, which is sad when you think about it. But I guess it depends how you define loneliness. What's the reason for loneliness? Because aren't they a relatively highly populated country? Well, not not like, like China or India, but yeah. It's no, pretty like fucking crowded, it's dude. It's pretty crowded in Britain. Yeah, but there's still like the little villages out of the way. And, and actually, it's really easy to feel lonely when you're surrounded by people. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how like, dense the population is. huh? Then talk to one. You guys hate talking to people. Yeah. I like being lonely. I don't need an <laughs> ambassador for it. Well, I don't think Mike feels lonely. That's yeah, the point. I'm, not, I'm not like, oh, God, I w- I'm just longing for contact. I don't no, this is this doesn't apply to me. So like I know I'm whole, weird. Like the whole phenomenon of like people being more connected to their phones than other people is definitely a thing, you know. Um, and so one of the problems that's happening in Britain, I think, is like the elderly are the ones who feel lonely. <laughs> Kids won't visit. <laughs> Maybe well. if you weren't so dicks when they were growing up. <laughs> <laughs> Rub some lavender on it. I'll take <laughs> care yeah, of yourself. Yeah, be fine. Just get some lavender on your spine. Your kids will come. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Maybe it didn't smell like a dirty diaper. You smelled more like musk. <sighs> <laughs> well, some of these people hadn't talked to a friend or relative in a month. Can you imagine doing that? Yes. Like, talk to them at all. Like, on the phone, text, nothing. Wait, not talking to anybody for a month? A that friend or relative. Amazing. No, a friend or relative. I'm sure they, like, had incidental interactions oh. with, like, the grocery people or whatever. Still sounds amazing. But that's also lonely because you I feel like no one... I hate talking to my family or friends. <laughs> you feel like Fucking no one people. knows you no, okay. or no, cares that, that you exist. Yeah, yeah, that sounds awful. That is, yeah. Well, there's certain terrible. people that go through that because maybe they lost their family and shit like that, you know Well, what this, I mean? this, this isn't is the case here, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but uh, people who don't have this problem shouldn't need an ambassador. 
for. Well, no, the, this yeah, guy's... Like, I don't know like, this, what they're going to... Like, what is the... This guy's well, job is to, like, study the effects of loneliness in the country. It's just like yeah. how we have the Department of Health, you know? It's like, he yeah. doesn't, like, go door to door and give him <laughs> gift baskets My mom called anything. me yesterday. I'm so lonely. <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, the head guy who, like, runs all these studies and tries to figure out, like, do we need some community programs or whatever to combat this? Come how play checkers. How bad is this problem, you know? So this other guy that they interviewed, the chief officer of Age UK, Britain's largest charity working with older people, said that the problem could kill, and it's proven to be worse for health than smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Think about that. Wait, I did that. Well, I did is, that. I did worse. more than that. This is definitely worse. Yeah. What, what if you smoke cigarettes by yourself? Though? <laughs> no, what if <laughs> I was alone and smoking cigarettes? The whole one-two whammy. That's I know. true. Yeah. So anyway, they're doing a whole <laughs> bunch of work in Britain to make sure that loneliness doesn't um, kill people, basically. So lonely. Yeah. <laughs> so lonely. On the other end of the spectrum, on social media, like where people get to see, you, you interact with people all the time on social media and they... Do you See, though? I don't. Well, well it depends. Regular I mean, like, yeah. people. Yeah, like the, people <laughs> that, the people that are <laughs> posting <laughs> okay. about you everything got a point. that's going on in their life. That you know, the people that live on Twitter and yeah. Instagram and everything. I try to tweet. I try tweet. Uh, is it tweet? So you try harder. <laughs> <laughs> I twatted once. <laughs> I twatted twice. <laughs> I did some Twittery twats. <laughs> but you have to remember that. Uh, so you guys. I know how to hashtag. You guys are slightly <laughs> older than me. And I am like, an, like a an year old, or two, uh, yeah. but that's enough. And I am like an old millennial, so we don't know. This <laughs> I don't know how to twat. <laughs> yeah, this kind of stuff is like we still are kind of okay not doing it all the time. It's mm. not like a way of life for us. I, it's hard. I don't know what to do. Like, I mean, I've you don't have to try to do and it. Like, just be uh, happy that you don't rely on it. Yeah. Like, other I did do. something right because I have more people following me than I'm following. So I guess I did the ratio <laughs> right or something. But I, it's like, why are you following me? I never post. I don't That's get why it. you're a relief in their like noise <laughs> feed, their leaf blower I'm feed an enigma of humanity. Or something like that. It's yeah. like, why is this guy never post? I know he's there. Mm -hmm. So apparently, employers look at social media a lot I, now, I and <laughs> like, what was it? Like seven out of ten? We'll look at we'll look at um, prospective employees. Uh, yeah, like seventy percent. Right. So yeah, yeah. so yeah. they'll they'll look at. Uh, someone's uh, you know, like Facebook account before they decide, like, should we hire this person or not? It's a factor they take into account, which I think is bullshit. I think, mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's a little bit invasive in privacy, but at the same time, it's like, you posted on Facebook, so yeah. you made it public, so, like, that's kind of But you have the choice but to I would make argue your shit not public. Right, yeah, exactly. Well, you do, but the thing that happens is if, if they find someone, or if they, if they have a candidate they're about to call for an interview and they can't find them on social media, then they just, a lot of them won't call them for an interview well, because they they're like, oh, they're obviously you hiding. You can still shit. be found. It's just that you don't share everything to the right. world. Right, it but, that, that, but, but like that's if you suspect try to a lot of employers. Yeah, they're if, like, if you try to why are they hiding? Why don't they have their shit public? Well, versus like John Doe over here has a public file and like they can see like, oh, he's got squeaky clean, clean posts so yeah. we're going to hire See, I just I, think I just bullshit. have two profiles. I have my mm -hmm. my squeaky clean profile which is it should be suspect to everybody because yeah, right. I never post to it. That's why it's <laughs> and squeaky well, clean. And it's Facebook, squeaky clean. That's how Facebook <laughs> used to be. Facebook used to be just like here's where I went to college. I like these movies when it first began. That's what it was. Yeah. But I have that so. profile and then I have Gerald 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 who is who I really am. Way to blow your cover, dude. Mm -hmm. Now 
how all eight people that listen to our they don't know what know. <laughs> they don't know what my other one is. They actually do because I tag you in the yeah. six degrees post yeah, that you, I share on my she page. She fucked this up a long time ago. You're welcome, Bruh. You're gonna get all kinds of friend requests. Now. No, actually, right. no one does. I think they go, "Ah, oh, he's a Trump supporter." <laughs> well, okay, so yeah, going back to the whole thing. Yes, Nina. you post it. I know. I'm distracted by the fact that Mike is taking delicious rosemary olive oil triscuits and dipping them in salsa. I was doing that earlier. We had out for chips. Not crackers. That's weird. We just high fived across the room, Reno and I. Yeah. Well, I chose to ignore that because no one, it no one should high five this culinary catastrophe. I'm <laughs> posting it on Facebook. God damn it. <laughs> I should just but hold it up for you. Take a picture. Uh, <laughs> now, going back to, yeah, what you said. Okay, you posted on Facebook. Yes, it's out there publicly. But I remember a time when people didn't take the internet seriously like they do now. <laughs> you know? Can we go back to that time? I'm just saying. Like, Seriously. I would love to. It don't it, don't look at my Facebook account and be like, oh my god, she really she really wants to kill people because traffic sucks. Yeah, no, fuck you. That's not how it is. I think yeah, some people take it seriously, or they they think like they're gonna change the world, or they're gonna have meaningful conversation when they post about controversial things, or they post a fucking meme that they think is making a, a, a you know some deep point. Right. But I think I think a lot of people now are just just see it as bullshit. And no, are, are, are happy just to, to stir fights and troll. And oh no, that's what I do. That's, that's the only reason there. Uh, the, the internet only exists for me to do two things: a, look up music equipment; b, or three things: look <laughs> up music equipment, look up car parts, and troll people. Where's porn on that one? Come on, number four. That's what <laughs> <on. laughs> car parts. <laughs> car parts. That, yeah, that's what we'll call it. Right. Car parts. <laughs> Fine. I, I'll admit I have looked up porn. You're looking at internet. a lot of mufflers lately, buddy. Uh, <laughs> no, there is car parts. All right. I mean, I guess we could. I, we can back some ass up here. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm just saying, as an employer. Well, I'm going away on business for a week here, dude. I got to do something. No. Okay. Maybe <laughs> you should. <laughs> as an employer, He's getting maybe. Getting lonely. All right. Yeah, I know. I'm not lo- loneliness just comes over to you know. job. <laughs> Where's that ambassador <laughs> when you need one? Anyway. Can I get some ambassador here? Oh, my God. <laughs> I think employers should take Facebook with a grain of salt and just be like, okay, here's what... Th- Facebook is like the equivalent of like commiserating with your friends after work. That shouldn't be the employer's business, I don't think. Yeah. If you send them your resume and you include your Facebook profile page on it as like a bio, then yeah. But you have to look at what society is now. Society yeah. is shit. Yes, I agree. But uh, let's break down that shit a little bit. Let's look at all the components to this shit. Hmm. The wor- everybody, it's somehow the internet has become like internet social media section of internet has become so ingrained in our lives. It is a part of our lives, mm-hmm. and it becomes the main yeah, way that people communicate. Part of our recreation. No, no, no. It becomes the main way that people communicate. Like, mm. I have a certain friend group that the only time that I communicate with them is through a Facebook Messenger. Yeah, mm-hmm. but those are your friends, not your employer. I get that, but our friendship has broken down to the point where that's the only time we communicate, and that's the only way we communicate until we actually meet up. Yeah, well. To me, I think that's lame as fuck, but that's how people are now. So anything that you say and do on the internet, is the, these people are so ingrained into it that they feel that that is part of you. That is you. Mm. You know? I mean, well, that, if there's p- an employer who's dumb enough to be like, oh, this Facebook page is legit, I don't want to work for them anyway. But the I'll type of people, way. but the type of people <laughs> making like, that seriously, no. But the type of people who are making that decision are the same age as us now. Therefore, that's why they're making that decision. It's yeah. because they take it so seriously. Because they th- they take what they think everybody takes it as seriously as them. That's the thing. 
Uh, you have to like look at the position I'm in. Like I uh, like I have hiring and firing capability now. Mm-hmm. You know, I if I did take say, Facebook seriously, I would look them up. So you made the point, and actually, I don't think we talked about this part of the article, which is we got sidetracked. But yeah, people doing the hiring are that age where they think the internet is is life. But the oh. article makes the point that like the Gen Z people are starting to kind of like back away from Good. that whole thing, and they realize like, oh, maybe we shouldn't um, have everything out in the open like this. Because they're the people who grew up with the internet already being a thing. Like the article mentioned something about how like even third graders are like recognizing their social media presence and like thinking about how they want to post stuff. And it's like a whole thing now society is doing where they're like, how do you use the internet in a safe way instead of just like it's this thing no one cares about. Right. And um, I think it's smart that gen- uh, like I'm glad to hear that Gen Z is going to be a hell of a lot smarter than the millennials about this. Because hmm. the millennials took the internet and just butt-fucked it to death. Like, they grabbed a hold of it and just wouldn't <laughs> stop. Like it they, <laughs> they did. I remember, like, when we were growing up, we were, like, teenagers, and the internet was starting to be a thing that more people knew how to use. Our parents were like, oh, don't don't talk to anybody weird on there. Don't, like, share your address or whatever the fuck. So and what's now, the one thing that we now, did? We did exactly and, that. And now we're at the point where people are like, look at the new credit card I got. And they, like, put the photo, you know, <laughs> with their CBC code and everything. I know. They're just like, look, I make enough to use an Amex now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, or, like, the P, like uh, this, this would kill me. Like if my pa- like if let's say Facebook existed when I was like a toddler, mm. and my parents, you know how parents take pictures of you in the fucking mm-hmm. bathtub, yeah. which I think is weird. If I ever have kids, I'm not taking pictures of them in the bathtub. No, it's just weird. Of that. Yeah. And then they like post it on fucking Facebook. It's like, dude, you just showed my jaunts to the world. I'm only three. Right. Like 15 <laughs> years from Give now. Give some time to develop. Yeah, 15 <laughs> years from now, I'm gonna, people are going to see my naked three-year-old body on the internet. It's like no <laughs> one thinks about that. It's like what the fuck, dude. Mm-hmm. You know. Like that that's the thing is like people like uh, the people need that like fucking wall between them and the internet. There he goes again with the wall. <laughs> no, I will trump the fuck out of this shit. <laughs> and I'll make the internet pay for it. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's crazy how people are a- interacting differently with it now. But it seems like the pendulum is sw- uh swinging back. Yeah, and then to the more discreet. And then the generation after them, generation AA, I guess, because we got to start at the beginning again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> generation AA. Yeah, well, A B A through Z, and then you got to start back over. So it's, it's generation like AA. They're in recovery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. You know? So generation AA is going to go back to the way the millennials are, and just like post everything. Like here, look at me. This is what. Check out this weird spot on my testicle. You know, <laughs> everything goes on the internet. Well, in China, it's, I mean, the government has, has kind of stepped into... Oh, is this a social points thing? Yeah. 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 Fuck and that, So dude. it's it's stopped. I would totally be boned if I went to China. So uh, over the past couple of years, um, uh, China's government has uh, started like this uh, social rating system where they, it's, it's a lot of it's kind of like your credit score, but it goes a little bit further and it's like... Um, I think it's, is it public or is it just available just to like... I it's mean, it's at least available to the government. It's available to businesses too because like you can't travel if your social score is a little too low. Right. We might have talked about this before. We talked we, about yeah, we the, touched about it, like, the yeah. system being yeah. implemented. Yeah, but now it's been around for a while and we're starting to see like what consequences 
Like it's not as good get, as they will think it is. No, huh? no, no, no. It's apparently it's working. We're starting to see like the consequences that are inflicted on people who don't have a good social score. Well, how do you get a good social score? Because I'm relatively antisocial. So it's not it's not talking about like how personable you are. It's talking about like your social conscience. Like if you're a good citizen, like if you follow the rules, if you like pay your taxes and your fines, whatever fines you incur, you know. Um, yeah, so in a lot yeah. of ways, it's 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 like Definitely your credit like monetarily score. Monetarily driven, yeah. Yeah, a lot of it is just monetary. Yeah. But all you're gonna do is drive people to ha- have as b- like think about it. It's like let's say it's part of your credit score, right? Like let's say it's like paying your bills on time, like credit cards. People are just going to be like, "Fuck this! I'm just going to use cash for everything." Then no, they still. I'm sure there's a way around um, trying to cover it up. I think that they can tell not cover it up, but at least make it so fewer things affect your score. But but at the same time, like you have a lower credit score if you don't use your credit card. Yeah. Like you so have to charge fine. things on your credit card, run up a debt, and then pay it off in order to have a good credit score. If you don't use your credit card, then you have a bad credit score. Yeah, but so you, uh, at least you get a travel. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like if you if you if you try to sidetrack it, I wonder if that, that it take that into account. Like why this person only pays things in money? Like that's this kind is of a big problem for me. Is why do we need to grade people? We start at an early age in school. Like people uh, are being I graded. No, constantly. no, I mean, like grade people about how they how they do on these things. Like I don't give a fuck if George out there pays his bills on time. As, as if what if you're if an I employer? Get, yeah, it Mike, doesn't matter to me if he does good work. Facebook page. That's what I don't understand. Like here, here's <laughs> the thing about employers. Like if uh, this, uh, you have an employee that shows up every day, does his job perfectly, uh-huh. never calls the fuck out, yeah. but doesn't like paying his bills on time. Why should that affect his ability and to be employed? And what if he employed? posts a bunch of shit on Facebook that says like, I think working is bullshit, but I just do it to pay my bills. If he's a good employee, who the fuck cares? That's I'm, I agree with you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. I don't feel like I'm not. Just, I'm on. I'm on team Nina here, Nina. Okay. So well, that's <laughs> my point. It's like no one needs to step in and talk about what people are doing in their personal life and have that affect. <laughs> Like their ability to travel, it's like if they're not doing anything that's hurting anyone. Well, it is technically hurting people. All those poor banks who need their loans repaid and shit. That's bullshit. Well, that's what the thinking because is. Because if so anything, they're helping the bank out by accruing fucking yeah. finance charges and shit like that. I and don't when think they do that's have to pay for not it. Not when it gets so. Okay, so uh, the article says. Since being launched, the system has caused 3.5 million people to, quote, voluntarily fulfill their legal obligations, end quote, such as paying overdue fines. And this is according to the National Public Credit Information Center. Uh, Wow. 37 people who paid a total of the equivalent of 22 million U.S. dollars in overdue fines. So... Um, they're saying, yeah, like it, it's obviously working for the effect they're trying to go for, which is like people need to pay back their shit. But of course, they're concerned that it's going to like divide Chinese society um, and make them more classist than they already are. Um, with little room for errors or mistakes. I really like this part. As a slogan often repeated in Chinese state media suggests, once you lose trust, you will face restrictions everywhere has a like cold ominousness to it. But, but lose whose trust? That's why I don't that's why I don't like. It's just like, oh, you well, just Well, it's, it's obviously propaganda from the government being like, okay, we want people to pay their shit, so we're going to turn this into a moral thing fuck instead of just a you know, financial com- thing. This is all that communist well, bullshit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> it's this part of it. Shit, it's like group mentality and everyone needs to do everything for everyone else's no, sake. No, fuck this shit, mm-hmm. dude. Well, I'm doing way too much of it like now. No. Yeah, I agree. And I, I do not understand. I do not understand this generation's g- huge desire well, to bring this here. I don't, I don't get know it. If it's oh, 
Yeah. Well, not so much communism as socialism, I think. This is how it starts. There's a, there's a difference between It's how it two. it starts, dude. Yeah. But it's already happening in in the business, business sector in yeah. America. Yeah. I don't think it's appropriate. Yeah. You know no, it's not. Yeah. It's, I it's just horrible. made a hire Wait, at work. Please like, elaborate. What? About looking at your Facebook profile. Oh, oh like I that. thought you were talking about a new thing. Okay, no. yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, I that just is hired. Our I just hired a supervisor system, at work. Mm-hmm. Someone, I just hired a supervisor in my department for work. You know what I didn't do? Ask for a Facebook page. Well, yeah, that's another Maybe thing that, like, in interviews, people <laughs> people were saying for a while that they were getting that as a question, and if they refused to provide it, then they usually weren't called back. And I, back in when I was job searching, I was always like, I would say no, and like, why would you? That's nobody's yeah. business it's except someone that you agree to uh, accept the invitation from. It's so fucking you can't weird. Just, like, anyway, yeah, that really irritates me. Still, I don't know why I'm still angry about it's it. It's so fucking weird, dude. I just, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> It all makes right. me feel like all kinds of anxiety just knowing that that is out there. It, what, the thing that kills me is there's people out there that think that this is the way. Yeah. That's what kills me. Mm-hmm. Like People think that this is the good idea. People it's like, no, dude. But I think it's uh, people with power see that like they can it's manage their power. They're, they can keep their status. Like yeah, but then there's the, 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 or government the average able Joes to that go along with it and think it's good. Yeah. 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 That's why they're I like, oh, yeah, transparency yeah. is good. We don't want any, like, things kept in the dark. Yeah. Secrecy, political, something, something. Blah. Yeah, yeah you know? not realizing that it only applies to the average Joe. It doesn't yeah. apply to the elite. Mm-hmm. You can still cover yeah. up anything you want unless you paid to have your kids get good SAT scores. You can't cover <laughs> that shit up. All right. For the last story... I'm gonna pose it as a question to you guys. Mm. What What would you rather live without, physical pain, or anxiety? Which one would you rather not have? Anxiety. I don't for sure. have anxiety, so I don't I know have how to anxiety answer this all the time, including answering this question. <laughs> <But> <laughs> so I would rather. It's <laughs> <laughs> <as> a trick. <laughs> You're yeah. not getting that job. What Nina. kind of physical pain? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't really suffer from anxiety. Like I get yeah. stressed at certain points. Yeah, but, but your I don't stress is like you, yeah, manageable like one of those and like situational. Yeah, yeah. you're like one of those rare people that don't really experience like anxiety like or well depression. Uh, walk me through anxiety again, because yeah, I'm exactly. fuzzy on the whole ask thing. What the fuck it is? Yeah. Yeah. Is don't it? Like, it? I don't get fuck it. Fuck off. Yeah, fuck like, you. Fuck you. <laughs> Why fuck me, dude? Fuck you. Like, no, here's what is it? Here's, if you here, had a no, social here, okay, score, here, I would dock you right now. Here is an example. When you I and I went to that bakery that we've been to now together, I've already been there, you know, it, just now, today. It was an enjoyable experience. The food there is really good. It's a very, like, nice, sunlit place. I like the decor and everything else. Mm-hmm. And you and I were sitting there, and I was reading the paper, and you were on your laptop. And because this is a small town, and I grew up here, and Mike didn't, I always, like, notice things that you do that would sort of, like, mark you as an outsider. And then I worry if, like, people are going to notice, and if you're going to be embarrassed, or if I'm going to be embarrassed, or oh, if I'm I should worry about it, or if it should be a thing. <laughs> and so when you were on your laptop, like, the whole time, I was just thinking, like, how will this be perceived by other people? And that's a typical thing if you're an anxious person is you start to worry about just like being in groups of people. Wait, you mean the other people that were all on their iPhones? What they'll think of you. It doesn't matter if it's not a logical thing. I was on my laptop you for know? 10 minutes because I had it's a time-sensitive thing at Every work. time I like get out of my car and go into the world, I have a miniature panic attack. See, I'm trying to logic you this. I don't, don't get it. Is this understand what, what anxiety is. If you All have right. to be like, well, walk me through anxiety again, you don't have it. All right, yeah. Reno, so what's your example then? So, well, I'm just going to get on with the story here. This Reno woman, doesn't want to get personal about yeah, it. Yeah, this woman, Joe Cameron, doesn't feel either. She doesn't feel physical pain. 
and she doesn't get anxiety. We've talked about um, in uh, episode, episodes not too far back, I think. You know, well, see, I have a high tolerance back. for physical pain. Like, yeah, that's that's high. totally different. Like this woman described she childbirth as like I could feel something like leaving my body. It kind of tickled a little it's bit. It's like when you get uh, the <laughs> anas- local anesthetic for wisdom teeth, and you know they're pulling your tooth out. Yeah, it's like I feel something moving around in my mouth. Or maybe not wisdom teeth, but regular teeth pulling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, her nerves are just sealed off. <laughs> and and there's been there's been cases of of people not experiencing pain or much pain, and they've found like the genes that are responsible for it. This woman has uh, something totally different going on, different different gene mutations or things that are switched on or off, and, and so not only does she not experience pain, at least not the way most people feel it, but she also had has no um, no experience of anxiety or depression. Yeah, I don't get those two things. Yeah, fuck you. I know. <laughs> Why fuck me? Time because out. Why fuck me? Because it sucks. And that sucks. It's like I, I feel pain and anxiety, and I'd much rather give up and like not experience anxiety. Like I'll I'll take the pain. Yeah. And like fuck off with anxiety. That'd be great to not have to experience anxiety. Okay, but I live that life. So why fuck me? It's just like. Because we just hate you. Because it <laughs> sucks. <laughs> it sucks to think of like all of the time and positive energy you could be saving and experiencing if you didn't get anxious. And it's annoying to think that there are people who are naturally that way and they just don't get anxious. I I don't know. Look, I'm not trying to be insensitive here. I just don't get anxiety. <laughs> That's what people say right before they're insensitive. I just don't get it. Like you guys Look, describe this. I don't mean to be racist. <laughs> right. I don't, yeah. be re- I don't mean to be <laughs> racist, but George Lopez over here with a leaf blower. Oh my God. Um, I don't like I don't fucking know. Like that's the thing. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm not no. trying to be like uh, there's, there's no, no way no, we can fine. explain it to you if you don't yeah. experience it. It's not something you can like It's just so many people in our age bracket, like in our generation, are just like, I'm suffering from massive anxiety. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Well, I don't yeah. know. I feel it's like not, I'm missing out. It's not no. It's not something you can like systematically describe. You have to feel it to understand what it is, and you're just well, not that's going what I'm trying to. to ask because maybe I do the, experience the one, anxiety, okay, but I don't fine, know what it is. Like every day when I leave the house, it's like how you feel when you see spiders. That's arachnophobia. It doesn't matter. And actually, I've gotten over it living here. See, that's the one thing that bothers him. (laughs) It's like he's already over. He like, yeah, there's a couple things that used to bother Mike. And he's like, well, I've gotten over them. I'm like, great. The only thing that could make you understand other humans now you don't have. Well, I just I just killed like 12 black widows in the garage with no fear. You know, go out on the porch without your shoes on. I probably will soon and clean up the fucking spider web mess. It took one year of living here. I got used to spiders. I don't, see, that's what I say. I don't know, dude. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm well, really not here. No, I mean, like, there's a lot. There's a significant portion of the population that like rarely experiences anxiety. Yeah. Or like, certainly like not at all, probably. But maybe I have. I just yeah. wouldn't know how to identify it. That's the thing. That's yeah. what I'm trying to ask. No, for help I here. think okay, you would uh, be able to identify it. Maybe another way to put it, like, what about like depression? Like, you might be able, like, can you understand her? Mike's never depressed. Yeah. <sighs> okay, well, you know, like depressed is kind of like a downer, like like you know, it's like down the dumps. Anxiety, it's kind of same, but like you're, it's like, like higher energy, aware. it's like uh, fast heartbeat, like you're like you're expecting something bad to happen, but you don't know when it's yeah. gonna happen, but you know it's gonna happen, so you're like you're on edge. It's like you're anticipation without the fun. Yeah, it's like yeah, really, yeah, it's like an excited, anticipated state, but like but in a negative no way. No hope of anything good happening yeah. at the end of the anticipation. 
Yeah. And like knowing logically that there's nothing to worry about, but right. not being able to stop worrying. It's about like it. me getting out of my car and not closing the passenger door because I take my stuff out the passenger side. I see the keys in my purse and I still am like, what if I close the door and my keys are locked in my car and I have to deal with all that shit? I have to just touch them and make sure that they're there. That's how it is. Whoa. Okay, Whoa. no, I don't get this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I am an We're anxious person, and uh, I, I am don't like, ha- I'm I don't sure I could this. be diagnosed with OCD. Yeah, I don't you know. No. You okay. can't understand it. Nope, I so do. So I guess I, it's, I can't identify it because it's just never fucking happened yeah. to yeah, me. Yeah, just be glad you don't have to deal with that shit. I, see, I get stressed. Every time I feel so like happy, I feel I'm overwhelmed. like, wait, what can go wrong? I'm in a good mood. Something must be wrong. I must be like forgetting something. But, but hold on. I, I feel overwhelmed like when there's like lots of things bearing down on me that I have to get done. Yeah, when it's like a logical situational thing that's different than yeah. like generalized anxiety disorder, for instance. Th- this, is a, this is a good example of like, why do humans need anxiety? Because if you don't, you turn out like producer Mike. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is the role of anxiety and depression? Like, how is that an evolutionary, like, positive trait for humans to pass on from generation mm. to generation? Here we go. Exhibit A. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty fucking rad. <laughs> I live my life the way the fuck I want to. Mike I is get generation to s- AA. <laughs> I get to say the things that I want to. Yeah. No one calls me on my shit. I've been asking for it for years. It hasn't fucking happened. Yeah. Yeah. All you two, all you people are way too fucking anxious to call me on my shit, apparently. No, I call you on your <laughs> you're shit. All, you're over there like <laughs> fiddle fucking around in the kitchen wondering whether or not like the, the fire is happening on the roof or something like that. Why are we in the kitchen? That's a great point. Is I don't there know. A fire on the roof? I just see. Oh god, we have to check. <laughs> you know, like see that's that's my point. It's like you're all too busy to call me on my shit. I am the next evolutionary process. Well, Joe Cameron is she doesn't experience Pain yeah, I got to get on her level. Yeah, she didn't experience pain. Um, she gave childbirth and she barely felt anything. Um, she needed to get her hip replaced when she was sixty-five. She didn't really know because it didn't really cause her any pain. Um, cuts, <laughs> she was like, "Why am I walking so crooked?" Yeah, cuts, burns, bone fractures. Those don't bother her at all. Um, in fact, it often took the smell of burning flesh or her husband identifying blood for her to notice that something's wrong. That's kind of scary. That's fucking yeah. rad. I mean, she, dangerous, but rad. She also reported that eating uh, scotch bonnet chili peppers left only a, a pleasant glow. Hmm, so spiciness, like the pain of spiciness. Nope, nothing. Yeah. Like, oh, that's that's a pleasant little glow. Hmm. <laughs> um, but um, the downside she, is, is the she downside could lose is a limb and she also has walk um, it she, off. She'd probably see that it was gone and <laughs> notice something was wrong. Oh, oh <laughs> shit. She also... Uh, uh, lost uh, concentration. She loses her concentration a lot, so she'd be like mid sentence and like forget her train of thought. Mm. And um, she doesn't get like as excited about things. Like she doesn't get like the adrenaline rush of you know of anticipating big events or like skydiving. Probably would just be like, oh, I'm falling. Okay, it sounds like so there's some like sensory thing that's cut y- off. Yeah, in her yeah. Head. And it Maybe like she's a zombie. Part of her brain isn't working. It's not well, no, or wasn't there at all? No, they've they've located like the genes that um, are markedly different uh, about her, but it's completely different from like the other people that you know don't um, experience uh, pain. So it's like a whole new case, and it's just a really kind of perplexing case of you know how how are all these things related? How is like pain and anxiety and depression and excitement and concentration all related to like? He's just a couple of genes, you know. So it'd be really interesting to see if they can um, uh, 
I don't know, like tease this out and maybe like, yeah. you know, genetically modify. CRISPR it. Yeah, CRISPR it, you know, like you know, genetically modify babies so that, you know, they don't experience anxiety, but also can still concentrate. Right. Know? Yeah, we need those things. Right. That, that'd be really cool. Um, yeah, she describes herself as being like very happy because she's never fucking depressed or anything. But like you know? on the other hand, though, I, I would say so I was looking back where they say they gave her an anxiety disorder test and she scored like zero out of <laughs> 21 um, because sh- and she's like, oh, I've never felt like scared or anxious or whatever. But just because she hasn't consciously felt that doesn't mean that sh- her body wasn't like producing the hormones and stuff that we normally do when we are anxious. Like, I wonder, Maybe. you know, mm-hmm. if that was happening, but like her brain just didn't click on that it was going on. Mm-hmm. So that's another yeah. weird, scary thing. Mm-hmm. But also like, you know, biologically, like evolutionarily speaking, it'd be weird to go through all of life in that weird, like flat line way and then i wonder if she like passed that on to her kids if she had any kids or if that can genetically transfer or if she like can like empathize with people that do experience depression or anxiety or they're just like yeah like like, what the fuck are you fucking sad about like what are you worrying about right Yeah, always so worried. Uh, I yeah, might have asked that question. <laughs> well, Mike, Mike <laughs> at least has <laughs> quite a few Mike times. Mike at least has felt anxious a couple times. Like you don't have anxiety, but you know what the emotion is. I I'm aware. Uh, I feel uh, to me, I just feel stressed. Like I'm just well, like, oh, yeah, I'm just the, like I've got all these things bearing down on me. Like usually, I'm able to pinpoint what's causing it. Like okay, like there's a certain thing that I need to do or has to be done or is going to happen to me that's causing me stress because I don't want to do it well, or there's too much of it happening at you once. You also think very logically and a lot of people don't think as logically as you. Oh yeah, no, I know how to shut off emotion really well. Well, that's not always okay. a good thing. Yeah, yeah. right. No, I, did, I would I it is a good, a good th- it's a good thing to a certain extent. Not always. Like, like uh, well, <laughs> I don't always shut off emotion. Okay. Oh, <laughs> everyone heard that, right? Yeah. <laughs> like there's 5% of the time. Okay. Um <laughs> You know, but I mean, as, as I'm able to put logic before emotion, like when I know that it's like there's something I really want versus something I should do, what's mm. going to benefit me the most? I usually yeah. will cut out the want to do the need. Mm, I won't. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> just a, like stuff like that. Or like at work when I have to make really tough decisions about whether or not I'm going to keep somebody around or put them down the path of termination. You know, <laughs> like put them down. Them down to pasture. Turn, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, like or you walk know, use them down the government the, sponsored euthanasia or walk them <laughs> pa- down the path where they lose their job. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. kind of like, you know, I like two years ago, I didn't or two year and a half ago. I had to fire someone right before Christmas. I'm not happy about <sighs> it. Oh man! Yeah, yeah it was like a so week. Rude. That's someone that hates Christmas. That even that that even I even Rita wouldn't didn't do that. It didn't. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't happy about it, but it was a safety issue. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. I did the right thing in this case. It wasn't nice. You know, emotionally, I didn't want to do it. But if it's right, then isn't that nice? No, yeah, isn't it? But ultimately, it you all know how you like how everyone. Picture. All right, remember <laughs> how we just got done saying that I'm a dick, but I my I live my life by doing positive things. Uh huh. All right, it's kind of like that. Yeah, exactly. Like it seems dickish in the short term on the surface, but in the big picture, in the big sense, picture, it's the right. It's thing the right it's, thing to do. This person would have eventually killed someone at work by being an idiot. So mm. you did a nice thing. So I did something. I did the positive thing by saving, pro- potentially saving multiple lives. Oh, so it was the Christmas spirit after yeah. all. Yeah. Not for him, it wasn't. Well, <laughs> I you, you feel me? Like I mean, yes, yeah. It, it, uh, at the time, like definitely between him and I, I am a dickhead. To the rest of the facility, they were probably like, "Oh, thank God." Yeah. So, 
I guess in conclusion, we're wrapping up this episode, concluding that Mike Boyd's a dickhead. No, he's oh. he, he's the greater good. He's the greater good, and he is he is he's God. God after all. He's God after all. Yeah. I thought we figured this out like episode three. We dude. just like to keep proving it from yeah. time to time. <laughs> it's easier to prove God exists than to ignore him. Uh. Yet another logical proof <laughs> that producer Mike is. There was no emotion behind it. Right. Definitely God no have emotions. I feel like either. Right. Like maybe in the yeah. Old Testament. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> these kinda days. Grew up. Yeah, you kind of matured. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, sorry about that whole flood thing. <laughs> <laughs> the fire and brimstone. I know. The locusts. That was young me. I was uh, a different was person back then. <laughs> puberty. I was just trying to find myself. Yeah, it's kind of awkward. <laughs> I was going through a phase. Yeah. <laughs> God's punk phase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I think that's it for uh, yeah. this episode. So thanks for listening to Six Degrees of Rumination with Rena Gorman. Nina Boyd. And the producer, Mike. Good night. Follow us on Facebook.